This is Tristan Beeman of the Wine Exchange in Santa Ana. You're listening to a first growth in food news, the SoCal Restaurant Show. Cheers. And welcome back. It is the President's Day weekend version of the SoCal Restaurant Show. And we're here with you every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. until 12 noon, right here on AM 830 KLAA, the home of Angels Baseball 2024. And you can also catch us on the AM 830 KLAA app. I'm Andy Harris, the executive producer and co-host of the show. Glad to have you out there. And we're enthusiastically presented each and every week by Melissa's World Variety Produce and West Coast Prime Meats. We're picking up our conversation about urban chicken farming uh, with educator Adam Waugh. Next Saturday, he is presenting a class uh, as part of the garden series at Centennial Farm at the OC Fair called Backyard Bantams, Your Guide to Urban Chicken Keeping. Uh, And we're going to pick up the conversation. Adam, a question that people have uh, are in terms of, of having bantams in the backyard. How do chickens and children uh, mix? Is is that a good combination? Is this a good educational opportunity for young children? Absolutely. So um, chickens in general um, have been domesticated, and so they they are naturally um, more kind of accepting of, of human presence, especially the breeds that are that are bred as layers. So. Um, as a general rule, chickens are really um, uh, compatible with families. Um, however, um, full-size chickens are, um, for those who haven't been around a chicken in a while, are, are large animals. And I have um, uh, young children at home, uh, a seven-year-old and, and twin two-year-olds. And so um, the idea of uh, a chicken being at eye level with my babies uh, can make me a, a little nervous, but... Uh, Bantams are about the quarter of the size of a regular chicken, and um, our youngest son, Malcolm, um, has no greater delight than, than finding and catching and picking up a hen, and, and he can do, do that. And uh, because they've been you know, hand-raised and, and raised around my family, uh, they're very tolerant of him, um, surprisingly so. Um, uh, in fact, uh, he seems to, to have a better way with the, with the chickens than we do. And, um, you know, it, it never makes us uncomfortable to have um, our children uh, playing in the backyard with our chickens. Definitely good to know. And you mentioned your young son, uh, Adam, is a better wrangler of the hens than either you or your wife. Uh, he seems to be unstoppable when he wants to pick one up. Absolutely. Like, uh, they know when we're approaching it, maybe it's time to go to bed and they're not quite ready for it. And they might they might run away from us. Uh, but for some reason, he he's just the chicken tamer, and he can uh, he could just walk right up to one, uh, and they they seem to wait for him to pick them up, which is the funniest thing. Uh, so we will recruit that recruit him if we have a an especially difficult time catching a chicken. We'll say, "Come on, Malcolm, uh, get the chicken for us," and and he always does it first try. <laughs> Kind of wonderful. Now, you brought up something that I think is a good point to let our listeners know. Um, your hens and your chickens can free range in your backyard during the day, but they do get put up in a coop at night because we are worried about nighttime predators that are everywhere. Tell us about how that process works. Absolutely. So uh, just like humans love chickens, so does everything else. Um, and most of the dangers come at night in the form of uh, raccoons, uh, opossums, even cats. Um, 
will will take an take an opportunity, and especially if you're raising bantams, they're smaller and that much more vulnerable to predators. Uh, so a chicken, regardless of its size, does need to be cooped up at night um, in a secure coop. So most people think of coops as a way to lock a chicken um, up or contain the chicken, but really the purpose of a coop is to keep other things out most of the time. Uh, but the, the beautiful thing is, is if you have a well-designed coop, uh, chickens like it, and um, I don't ever really have to put them away. Um, they they let themselves out in the morning. I just open the door in the morning, and then in the evening, um, I close the door and just do a, a quick head, head count to make sure they're all there. But they really are kind of uh, self-managing when it comes to that coop. Um, and that's really what I love about chickens is um, they are the, the lowest ma- maintenance pet you can have, and on top of that, they give you fresh eggs every day. Adam, you can't beat that. Now, you mentioned something interesting, that your original reason to get into raising backyard bantams was not the obvious that most people, you know, would think about, that being the eggs. But, you know, you had a a backyard that in terms of, you know, soil quality, substandard. So uh, tell us a little bit more about how the chickens uh, righted that wrong, uh, because in addition to uh, being a chicken farmer, uh, you also certainly uh, enjoy horticulture. Absolutely. So uh, chickens, they, they garden all day long. So their, their instinct is to constantly scratch and peck. So they are constantly scratching and turning the soil. Um, whenever I rake up leaves, I'll rake them into a pile or food waste that goes into the compost pile. Um, I don't ever have to turn my compost. Um, and frankly, I don't have time with, with my kids and my job. Uh, composting is just kind of at the bottom of the list for me um, in terms of how, how I want to allocate my time. But what I do is um, kind of on a weekly basis, I, I just rake everything up into a pile and those, those chickens just work through it and, and turn it over. Um, and so it, I'll admit my backyard is still a work in progress when it comes to soil, but they have really been um, doing the gardening for me. And, and what I've noticed is um, areas of my, my yard where I could barely get a, a shovel into my soil, uh, now I can just easily turn it over. So the, the chickens are definitely doing their job. And maybe I'm the one um, not pulling my weight in the backyard now, uh, but uh, I, I do enjoy, um, uh, as you said, horticulture. So I think a lot of people expect someone who has backyard gardens to have only fruits and vegetables. Um, and that's only a portion of my, uh, my gardening passion. I, I love my tropical plants. I love my, my succulents. Um, and so, uh, I, and I also do um, grow things like a, some, some citrus and an almond tree that's, that's uh, near and dear to me. So um, I, I try to let people realize that, you know, you can you can do backyard food raising, but that doesn't have to be all-consuming. That You can still have those plants that you enjoy um, because it is your, your garden after all, and um, you shouldn't have to have anything that you do or don't want to have in that garden. And so I, I try to cultivate something that, that brings me joy, and one of those things is chickens, having those chickens in my backyard. Adam, you're a handy guy to know. Now, um, during the summer, uh, our listeners can find you at Centennial Farm. Um, 
tell us, give us a little bit of an overview for people that just know Centennial Farm uh, is the place where all the Orange County school kids go on a field trip. There's a lot more going on there than that, but that's an important element of their programming. Absolutely. So, um, throughout the school year, um, we have daily uh, school tours that are geared toward um, kindergarten age um, children. And um, we have, you know, usually over 100, sometimes close to 200 uh, school children going through Centennial Farm every day on the weekdays. Um, and that's been happening since 1989 when it was established by an agricultural uh, teacher, actually also from Fullerton, um, uh, Mr. James Bailey, uh, near and dear to my heart, but since passed. Um, and he just saw a need for people to understand where their their food came from and here um, here now if you, yeah and if you add up all those children school children um, from Orange County that have gone through um, I can attest that as a high school student when I or high school teacher talking to my students um, I'll bring up the fact that I work at Centennial Farm and, and most students uh, will give me a blank stare like they've never heard of it and I'll say to them well did any of you ever do the kindergarten farm field trip and most of my class will raise their hand, and I'll say, well, you were at the Centennial Farm. Um, so I, I can really speak to the fact that uh, Centennial Farm has been educating um, our, you know, our upcoming citizens for years and years now, and, and hopefully you know, making them more in tune with where their food comes from. No, no, it's it's great during the fair, and it's great to have that all year round. Now, uh, Adam, as a bonus, um, for our listeners that can't get into your backyard bantam class next Saturday at Centennial Farm because it's reached capacity, uh, I understand some of your bantams are actually at Centennial Farm. How do our listeners know which are yours? Uh, where might they be on those three acres? So we do have um, a beautiful um, hen house, and um, as of right now, it's it's a mix of, of chickens, um, both bantam and non-bantam. Um, all of the bantams um, originate from me. So uh, if it's if it's a little chicken, um, it, it's one of mine. Um, I have um, at the moment some uh, speckled, speckled Sussex, um, both roosters and hens as well as um, the Americanas that I was mentioning. Um, we are um, in a collaborative um, uh, kind of um, arrangement to where um, I help breed and um, hatch chicks because as part of that uh, school tour that they do, they um, have a chick um, holding and petting station. And so I help to make sure that they have 60 chicks um, every two weeks and those chicks are coming um, out of that hen house those eggs um, are being incubated and hatched for centennial farm um, i imagine uh, before too long um, as as the program continues and this collaboration continues a hundred percent of those chickens will be um, bantam chickens uh, if i have my way anyway um, and uh, so all those chickens at centennial farm uh, will be bantams um, and and I, that's what I like about Centennial Farm is uh, it's really an effort to educate. And, and I feel like um, right now um, what we really need to be educating people about is what's practical to them. And, and we really feel that a bantam is a more practical solution for most people living in Orange County. 
Uh, Adam, a pleasure. Thanks for sharing the time with us. All good wishes next Saturday uh, for your workshop at Centennial Farm, Backyard Bantams, your guide to urban chicken keeping, and we will definitely keep in touch. You are listening to the SoCal Restaurant Show. When we return, yes, as promised, it's Chef Andrew Gruel. Uh, It is National Potato Lovers Month, and of course, Chef Andrew will share one of his signature recipes. We're proudly presented by Melissa's World Variety Pro and West Coast Prime Meats. Don't wander far. 